thank you. Welcome to Long Shot. This podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Sean Conroy. With me, as always, on the show, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. Um, this is, as we said last week, this is the second episode we're mm. recording in this particular recording session. And I got to say, it ain't like the old days where we could go for like four hours and then record another four hour episode. It's, it's, it's tricky. No, we're fatigued. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I really am. There's also less people to share the Right. You can't just, of. I mean, I used to just sit back and let everybody else take the reins and go, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm part of this too. Mm-hmm. Um, but now there's no way to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, here is, uh, another show. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so upset. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, it's just weird. Like, I don't remember how to do this, you know, um, it's been so long. Uh, so just to explain, like, the reason we're not the reason we're recording both episodes this week is because I am leaving town next week. I'm not going to be around. I'm going away and I don't want to get into what it is, but it has to do with going to prison. No, that's what that sounded like though. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just being really obtuse about what's going uh-huh. on. Uh, not obtuse, but translucent, transparent. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> But I'm actually going to a wedding in Ireland, which is... Ah, you weren't supposed to say! Well, no, 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 because I'm not going to... I think it's okay to say that, but, like, not go... It's not your checking it. Yeah, it's not... Because we Amber and I were talking about how I always would insist... Because Eddie and Jamie would always go, like, I'm... Oh, yeah, here's my parting shot. I'm going to see the symphony this weekend. (laughs) And it's like, that's not a thing. Like, you have no... I know. I I get it, though, because it's the only thing rattling around in your head as, as like, guess. a current piece of information. I agree that I, it doesn't make for the best story for it to be future tense. So many stories are not good <laughs> when they haven't happened yet. But I get when you're like, okay, what's going on in my life? What's going on in my life? And that's the only thing that you're mm. thinking about. Yeah. But anyway, so I did not want to go like, here's my parting shot. I'm going to Ireland for a wedding. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay to explain why we're recording two in the same day. It's because I'm I'm leaving town and going to Ireland for That's a wedding. That's exciting. Have you ever been to Ireland before? I have. I've been there twice. I was there many years ago, right after I got out of college, and I spent about 10 days in the Dingle Peninsula, which is way out in the west of Ireland. Very rural, very beautiful. And uh, I really, I really dug it. I would, I would, the, the people I was staying with, the guy, the man of the family that I was staying with was kind of the big shot in town. Like he owned, uh. he owned the travel bureau and the bank and the real estate company. And, so the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> so I hung out with them and uh I just remember that we would go to the pub at night and there was just always such interesting people there. This was when I had a conversation like the guy I was with was like, "Oh, let, let me see if I can." He was like, "Why don't we sit over here with these people?" And we sat down 
and there was a guy next to me wearing classic Irish like tweed jacket, tweed hat, uh very high like rubber boots covered Amazing. in like shit and mud basically <laughs> and he had his hands were probably twice the size of mine and filthy dirty uh nails and so he was like um what what might your name be and you know that kind of that they they talk very uh irish over there and uh <laughs> It's like, we get it enough. I said, said, my name's Sean and his name was also Sean. And he asked me what I was doing. And I said, I was, I had been a student. I was just out of school. I wasn't sure what I was going to do next. And, you know, I just wanted to fit in. I loved happy days. Like I gave him the whole, uh, I like callbacks to last week's episode. I I, I like tweed, like boots are cool. But I said, I go, so what do you do? And he goes, oh, I'm a poet. And I thought that was so interesting, you know, like he was probably 65 and like he was a farmer, obviously, but in his mind, he was owning the fact that he was, that he loved to write poetry. So I was there for that. And then about a decade ago, I went with a bunch of my family for my parents' anniversary. Oh, right, right, right. around with them, Uh, like 2012, I think. Uh, but so this time I'm going for a cousin's wedding and I'm going up to, you know what? Let me say, yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. I'm going to the symphony on Saturday. (laughs) Um, uh, all right. Well, we always like to start the show with a segment that we call checking in. So let's start today with Amber. Yes. Um, I am surprised. Were you surprised? No, I I am faking all of the energy. This is all I'll put on because um, I woke up this morning and I just, I felt so motivated to actually get shit done. Like, Mm -hmm. like a, a list of things that have been rattling around in the back of my head for a while. And Lo and behold, I actually did it. Like I wrote out a list of things I'd like to accomplish. And I was just like burning through them. Like um, my desk here, I'm at it right now. It started becoming like a collect-all because I only work from home now three days a week that it started being like, well, that's where I'll put stuff that I don't know where to put them. And then it Mm -hmm. started getting kind of chaotic. So I cleaned out this whole area and I cleaned out my bedroom and I I just did like a lot of stuff like that. I had to run errands and get some new journals and anyway, I was like so motivated and so excited that I did all of that because there's times that you have every intention in the world to do a list of things and you cross off one of them and you're like that's all I got. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so oh, I did it. I'm all. familiar. I am familiar. <laughs> so I like did it all. And then I was like, time to podcast. Like, I'm like so <laughs> sleepy now because I yeah. did so much. But yeah. um, let me ask you this before you get into all the things you did. When you make your list, do you mm-hmm. literally write everything out? I do. On what? Paper. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not a, a stone, com- not a stone tablet. <laughs> this is a fun combo. Um, th- so I found like we have like a longish 
I guess the closest thing would be post-its, but they're not the the size of post-its. They're longer, like for grocery lists. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a pad like that in uh, the kitchen, and I used that today. So, uh, look, I have a lot of questions <laughs> about this. I was, let's get into it. I am dealing I, with this shit all the time. Uh-huh. So, do you go, like, first I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, or do you just write everything out and then go... One, two, three, like that. Or do you go, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to write it all down and I'll see what happens. I never do the one, two. I don't write them in order. I write as it comes to my mind things I want to accomplish. So there's times that it's like the second thing on the list and the last thing on the list are really like paired together. If I do this one, I'm probably going to do this one. But, First, um, I must go to the Taylor Swift and then <laughs> to the Baker Slow. Um, and then when I have a second as a break, I check the list and it's almost like a word search of like, yep, I did that one. Oh, and I didn't do that one. And I did like, um, for me, it's fun that way where I'm not dictating the order, but I get to, as I'm being productive, I go back and check it and see the visual representation of how productive I've been. Because my thing recently has been like, I make the list and then I go, this is the most important thing. I have to Mm. get this done. Then this is the second most important all the way up to, you know, 45th most important, 46th most important. Um, And that doesn't feel great for those tasks to know how not important. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. They're the, the, it, it, and and it's it's like how do I even rank them at that point? You know mm. how do I? But uh, for me, it helps to because what will happen is I'll get into you'll start like three of them, and I'll and I'll yeah, and I and I won't get to the most important things mm. because I'll get distracted and I'll be in the middle of two different things at the same time. So I'm it's this thing I'm still struggling with. You know, like how totally. do I? get anything done i guess that's not uncommon people have all sorts of mentors and systems and lectures and podcasts about that stuff but i do definitely find it difficult i i've found myself doing that a lot at work especially just check off complain about getting things done (laughs) i am a big believer though in achievable goals like especially Mm -hmm. if there's things on that list that are are a little herculean for you Mm mm-hmm Write down, eat breakfast, write down, take a shower, like write down things that you can easily achieve. So you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, I ate the shit out of that cereal (laughs) and then I showered for five minutes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Two down, 43 to go. uh, At work, I've just had a lot to do. Um, and we could get into that at another point, but I will do this. I, in the past, I felt like I'm pretty good at prioritizing or, or at least working on one task at a time. Mm -hmm. But I think because all of them are so complex slash, I don't super want to do them because I don't want to mess them up that I'll like start writing one email and then be like, Oh, you know what? I should place that request. And so I'm doing exactly what you are saying where I'm like, now I'm doing it all poorly. Like I need to just pick one. 
and and I, and I will I will easily forget the thing I started with uh-huh. when I get like three things away from oh, that. Totally. And a day will go by and I'll be like, and you're like, oh, oh my god, that, that was thing. the number yeah. one thing. Yeah, I never got to it. Um, and I do think part of that. I mean, we've talked about this a lot lately, but I do think part of that is just that we live in such a fractured reality at this point mm-hmm. where there's emails and there's direct messages and there's Twitter and there's Facebook and there's Instagram and just all of that shit going on all the time. I'm like, what is going on with Natasha Legero and Tom Schwartz? Can I find <laughs> out what they're saying to each other? Uh, so I, I, and my brain just goes in a million different directions mm-hmm. and I can't, it's just hard to focus, you know? Totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I also am breaking the habit currently. I don't know if you've ever been guilty of this, but I realized that I was in positions at work that were easy enough that an email could come in and I would sort of skim it and get the gist and understand. But that is now a really bad habit that I have. Mm-hmm. So I now am dealing with much more complex issues and emails and thinking I know what the issue is when I am incorrect if I had just read it more thoroughly. So that is something I'm actively working on. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, one of the things I always have on my list is reread all old emails. Mm. And that's hard because there's so many of them at this point, but I just want to make sure that I got everything. Mm -hmm. You know? 10,000 emails a day. It's a lot to read. Got to read fast and summarize. Yeah. And you got to know about all those, you know, coupon codes and two for one deals. (laughs) Oh my God. So many fucking (laughs) mailing lists. I feel like I'm constantly unsubscribing. It's insane. Um, and I and I have gotten better about unsubscribing. For a long time, I was like, delete, 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 delete. Oh, yeah. And then it would just... It's crazy. You get 50 yeah. of them a day. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes miss emails because I'm not totally. looking at it that, because I'm like, this is all fucking spam. That's that's yeah. what I mean. Like, that that is a little bit lumped in the, like, I know what this email is. Right, right, like, right. Uh, I didn't know what that email was. <laughs> um... But yeah, it felt it felt really good to be productive. It 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 did. Um, I don't know what inspired or gave me this burst of energy, but it felt really good. And hopefully, it means that I'm starting my week like with my shit more together. It's less. I I really don't want to start in chaos for right. a week. And just to be clear, we are recording on a Sunday, so the mm. week starts tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's a national holiday, but it starts on Tuesday. Got it. Um, okay, here is my uh, checking in. And this is a thing I've talked about a million times before. But, again, I have this improv show on Saturday nights that I've been doing. And the big problem with shows always, well, there's a lot of problems with shows. Shows are hard. They're hard to mm. do. They're hard to be good at. Um, if they're easy, everyone would do them. Right, right. And But then another part of it is you can have a great show. What if you had a great show and nobody came? Did it really mm. happen? You know? Mm. 
So it's always tough to get an audience out. Um, and our show last night, uh, uh, I'm still, you know, we're still building the audience. So yeah, there, no, it's, there was it's people a new there. show. Yeah, there was people there, but it was not like an overwhelming number. It wasn't packed or anything. Um, and like, I know this is me saying that, well, so it was Matt Besser, one of the founders of the Upright Citizens Brigade, and a guy named Chris Grace, who was on Superstore and who has a, a one-person show he's doing at the Hollywood Fringe Festival called Chris Grace's Scarlett Johansson. That's so um, funny. And myself. So it was just the three of us. And Oh, wow. You know, Did people I, drop out or was that somebody, the plan? Yeah, a couple people couldn't do it. And then somebody got COVID the last day. And oh, God. Yeah. Which, by the way, why are we not hearing about that anymore when people are still catching COVID? It's, that's a whole weird thing. Um, but it was just three of us. And there was some concern, not with the players, but with other people I was talking to of like, Oh, a three person. And I have to say, in my experience, some of the most fun shows I've ever done are totally. three person shows because the whole thing for me with improv is, I mean, and this is the UCB uh, uh, motto is don't think. And if there's three people on stage, you just don't have time to ever totally. question what you're doing. You're just doing and doing and doing and doing. And the show, again, just me saying this, it was like amazing. It was like yeah. next level good. And that was a great feeling. It is frustrating to do shows like that in front of a tiny house, you know, mm -hmm. and know that those people knew that they were seeing something special, but how do we get them to, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. Well, and do you at all start feeling I'm I'm not leading the witness. I'm saying for my days from producing shows. Objection. Like you, <laughs> you start feeling like almost embarrassed or to the people that you asked to do the show. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Absolutely. Like and they don't care. They've done it. They know I how guess, shows are. I guess, but, but like But it's still like if it's like you threw a party and it didn't Go how you expected it to go. I want them to really feel good about being there and about mm -hmm. doing the show and enjoying themselves. And particularly, and I, and I, you know, this is tough to talk about, but particularly with somebody like Besser, who I look at for me as somebody who has had such a huge influence on my comedy and my career. Like not like I think about who I really enjoyed as comedians as a kid, and there's a couple. It was of Matt Besser. <laughs> I loved Besser's work when he was in fifth grade. Um, <laughs> so funny. Uh, no, there were comics that I really looked up to, and it's different when you're working with people all mm -hmm. the time, which I have done with him for. Years and years and years, both in, you know, ASCAT shows and a couple of shows that we developed in New York together and, you know, whatever. And it's like for somebody like that to come and do my show, I feel like they are doing me 
a solid by being 100%. Yeah. And so I want that to be as good of an experience as possible for them. And I know, you know, it wasn't like he walked out of there like, fuck this, but it Mm. also wasn't like that. He was was like, can't wait to do it again. Yeah. 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 Um, Not a bad time, but just not that feeling of like neutral. a great house. Yeah. Yes. He walked out there very stone faced. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and, and that does, and, and with him, I have enough of a relationship that, that it won't affect that. But like with other people who knows, you know, if you don't want to be in the position where <laughs> this is kind of, I mean, we've talked about this before on the show, I'm sure, but I just remember being at a show once a stand-up show can't remember where it was it was like way out in the middle of nowhere and i was there and a couple other comics were there and eddie was there and there was no audience and eddie was furious yeah screaming at me i mean i was i would say to me but he was really screaming at me about how he was better than this and what was he doing there and you know and it's like I mean, I didn't agree with him. I don't think he's very good, but I get I get where that comes from. And I just don't want to put people in the position of being like, what the fuck am I doing here? There's nobody here. Totally. Uh, so anyway, my point is, if you are looking for things to do on a Saturday night, come out to... But not next weekend because you'll be in Ireland. Right. No, no, no. I, I, I won't be there <laughs> next weekend. Um but we also, I mean, I talked about this on the show a while ago that we were going to try to do live streaming of the show. And we just, again, it's that to-do it's just, list where yeah. it's like, there's a million things to do every day and that's a complicated task and I just haven't executed. You know? Well, and we truly haven't, like you've been traveling, right? I've been busy with work. Like it's hard to even just schedule it. Right. Um. But that said, I did have so much fun last night. And somebody said to me after the show, like, I was watching your face for a few minutes while you were. <laughs> oh, I was like, you said it like the whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. While you were sitting on the side watching oh, the other guys perform. And you could just tell how happy you were and how much uh, fun you were having and how enjoyable it was. And I that is how I feel when I'm doing that stuff. So it's definitely not a moneymaker, but it is, it's something I miss so much from doing yeah. cat. And this is an opportunity to do something similar, although without the, without the crowds. We used the to. infrastructure basically. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my checking in. So it's time for a segment on the show that we like to call parting shots. Let's go first to amber yes um i was a now i feel self-conscious saying it because i did not go to your show last night i'm so sorry how dare you i know i um we went and saw the new wes anderson movie uh asteroid Asteroid City? city and i freaking loved it i know this is like a very um non-checking in at non-parting shot parting shot but i really recommend it it's you were oh this was last episode but you were talking about cinematography like 
every frame is a painting. It's so beautiful to look at. I want to watch it again just to see the things you, that I've missed. You say it's a Wes Anderson movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, but and the performances are all really great. There, I'm curious for you to watch it because there's a conceit in the movie that I don't want to ruin that I think is really successful. I can see how other people maybe won't like it, Mm -hmm. but I love it. And I'm curious to see what you think. And it relates to things that we've talked about recently. And I did a really good job of not spoiling it. The whole (laughs) movie is in Hawaii. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, it was just a, a really fun time at the movies. And it I don't think it's even fully opened nationwide. I think this was like a select theater situation. Mm-hmm. And at least where we went, it was a full audience. Um, and I know that's misleading because I'm sure it is not how all of the country will. Like, I, I think I keep, we keep laughing that we keep going to like arty little movies mm-hmm. and it seems like it's a blockbuster. Hey, hey Asteroid <laughs> City, where the fuck is Asteroid Girl? <laughs> Where the fuck is Meteor Man? We, we, we're the superheroes. I did love it in the movie theater. There was like a huge poster for Asteroid City. And there was a teenage boy who had his friend take a picture of him in front of that poster, like looking tough. And it made me really laugh. Like, I think the kid was being funny, but either way, it was very amusing. <laughs> is this your favorite Wes Anderson movie? I don't. I mean, I just saw it, but I think so. I think um, it's extremely Wes Anderson-y, but also um, I don't know. There, some of them, some movies, like the the visual conceits, almost take me out of the story. Like it's like hard for me to, and and this did the opposite. I felt really, I felt like it was really successful. Right. I mean, it does, it is related to what we were talking about with Barry on the last episode, because he is so specific in the way he shoots things. Um, when I was, and not to bring this up two episodes in a row, when I was directing the short film as, Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Henry Winkler. <laughs> When I was on an elevator with Henry Winkler, I was like, have you seen the Royal Tenenbaums? Because <laughs> A plus. Good um, stuff. Yeah. No, uh, I was trying to figure out, there was one particular shot I was trying to figure out how to do. And I just stumbled across a thing on YouTube, which I'm sure there's a million of these for various directors and whatever. But this thing was about Wes Anderson's use of the whip pan. Mm. And it was sort of fascinating Anyway, I highly recommend it. That's my part. Yeah. I love stuff like that, too. I don't know if you have... um, YouTube? I do. Yeah. But there's also, like, Criterion app? Question mark? Oh, I don't. No, I don't have Um, And it's great because it has a lot of great movies, but it also has just, like... Like, Bill Hader has one where he just talks about movies that he likes and how they inspired him. And then mm-hmm. it's paired, like, you can just watch the movie and then watch him talk about it. Right. Or or they'll do exactly what you're talking about, like, sort of, like, film studies classes. Yeah. And I'm such a nerd. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Jeff, always, Jeff always says that I like the bonus features better than the movie. <laughs> like, I'm like... <laughs> 
And we came home last night and I was like, I found an interview with the production designer of um, Asteroid City. Right. And it was fascinating. Like, he's, a, he's such a genius. It's crazy. Yeah, what I did was I sat there, I thought about cities, <laughs> and I says, let's make it like a city. And then I was like, it's called Asteroid City, so let's put some asteroids in there. <laughs> and then I designed a production around asteroids in the city. So, you know. <laughs> I was I was watching a bunch of interviews about the movie, because mm-hmm. when I like something, I like want the bonus features. Mm-hmm. And um, Brian Cranston in interviews kept being like, he would say it more poetically than this. But just like we are one piece of this jigsaw puzzle, and Wes Anderson's the only one who's seen the outside of the box. But he kept saying it over and over again, where I was like, he doesn't understand the movie. <laughs> like he was like a very polite way of being like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I don't mean to be breaking bad, but uh, I feel just, a little bit like Malcolm in the middle here. It just made me laugh to think of him like in a very PR appropriate way being like, yeah, what is this movie? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, if you asked a puzzle piece that was, are you the sky or are you the ocean? How am I supposed to know? Um, so high recommend. On, I do feel like this is a this is a thing that we've been doing a lot of parting shots recently. Is like Just I like this thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's great. I mean, and if you don't what, like it, go fuck yourself. Well, and that's the thing is, I know especially with this movie, there are going to be people who feel differently than me. But I'm open to a dialogue. Let's talk. Right. right. There's a thing about Wes Anderson movies, and I don't disagree, although I enjoy it, that there's a bit too much preciousness yeah different thing Mm -hmm. but but just like it's very precious like there's a whole trend on i don't know what tiktok or instagram Uh or whatever of like don't make this like a wes anderson movie and then it has the music and then you just see people in very wes anderson-y poses yeah their little trip to Vienna or whatever. Yeah, I have a theory that that was all a marketing ploy for this movie, and it's very effective. And I have to figure out how to steal it because <laughs> I'm in marketing. Because <laughs> um, truly, Gen Z is like excited and engaged about this movie because of that TikTok trend. Pretty brilliant. Pretty brilliant. Yeah. Um, I'm making a TikTok trend called. Uh, Come to my improv show. Don't, don't, I was going to say, don't be like an audience member. <laughs> Don't be like an audience member at Sean's Improv Show, and it's just a blank screen. <laughs> um, okay, here's my here is my parting shot. I'll do two of them. The first is similar to yours, uh, only because I met somebody last night who was a writer for a show on Hulu called Dave. Have you watched Dave? I haven't. I. I have heard good things though. There's just- I, I I love it. I think it's great. But mm-hmm. and I'm interested to know if any of our listeners have been keeping up on the show because it's there's lots of great things about it, but it just finished season three. And the second to last episode of season three had a moment in it that was just absolutely jaw-dropping. That was oh like, wow. I was watching it and I was like, no fucking way. And then it 
it built on that. And then the next episode was all about that moment and was even crazier. And I was oh my like, God. how did they, how did they get that to happen? I don't want to spoil anything, but if you've never seen the show, I think it's worth watching all 200 episodes just to get up to the last two. Episodes. Oh my God. I, I got to quit my job. Uh, anyway, if anybody has seen it, I'm, I'm interested to know thoughts, but, um, Here's the other thing I'll say. You know how you build something up in your mind from what mm-hmm. you hear about from other people? Yeah. I I like things the best when I have no expectation. Correct. I mean, I can remember as a kid, like I went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark long after everybody else had seen it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Probably because I was a loser. Um, oh, my Lord. <laughs> but... But people had hyped it up so much. And that's such a great movie. Uh-huh. But in and my imagination, just, it, you were, was, it was going to yeah. change your life. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it's good. You know? I know. I, um, when I was a kid, I saw Phantom of the Opera. And I heard so many adults be like, unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. incredible. So crazy. Like, the things that happens unreal and then i think maybe a combo of it being hyped up so much and me being so young that i didn't know what was impressive or not in theater like it all felt possible that i was just like this like i was so (laughs) i get it he's got a mask and he knocks the chandelier down who cares it didn't really fall (laughs) oh that almost came within 25 feet of my head but I liked it, but I was like, oh man, I I yeah. was expecting earth shattering. Right. So this is what happened is yesterday I for the first time in my life went to Shake Shack. Oh no. Which I have heard about for <laughs> decades. No. Oh, no. About how amazing <laughs> no. it is. It is the best thing you've ever had. And I was oh, like no. It's a hamburger and French fries yeah. and a vanilla shake. Like, it sure is. <laughs> sure why, is. Why? How does that happen? How does that happen that people walk out of Shake Shack and go, you got to try yeah. it, man. It's the best thing I've ever had. I think it's just sentimentality and they don't realize that's what it is. But like, sentimentality for what? It didn't even exist when I moved away from New York City. It's not that old. I don't know. It's only I moved from New York two years ago, and before that, <laughs> I'm. I think that's incorrect. Maybe that's true. Uh, so anyway, that's my parting shot: is but please don't Shack. say good things about anything. I know. Well, okay. Could I? Could I actually do my parting shot again? See Asteroid City. It's fine. We'll talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Have your own opinion. <laughs> and also, Dave is just okay, or whatever. Like right. that's. And that one moment, who knows? Something happened. You might not care. (laughs) Who gives a shit? Uh, Folks, this has been The Long Shot. It is a podcast. Please like and subscribe. Comment in the comments. Drop your favorite cooking vessel. (laughs) And please go to our chat on Facebook and tell us your story about jelly beans because uh, we're interested. Oh my God. There's a lot going on from episode 208. (laughs) 
And we will see you next time on The Long Shot after I get back from my trip to Ireland. Yeah, safe travels. Have the best time. Top of the morning to you. Bye. Bye. Oh, now I got to do this shit again. It's just never. It's never in the same place. Oh, here it is. Oh.